Hello, friends. Ooh, geez. Try that again. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 601 of the Juice Box Podcast. Today on the show, I'm going to be speaking with Gina, and Gina made me loop. I think that's the episode title. Gina made me loop. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Anyway, my daughter uses a do-it-yourself algorithm called Loop. It is not from any company. It's available on the internet. And a long time ago now, Gina pretty much dared me to try it. And uh, this is the story you're going to hear today, plus other conversation. Please remember while you're listening that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. Don't forget to head over to t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox and fill out the survey. If you're a U.S. resident who has type 1 diabetes or cares for someone with type 1, this survey will take you less than 10 minutes. It's completely HIPAA compliant, absolutely anonymous, and supports people living with type 1 diabetes as well as the Juice Box podcast. This episode of the Juice Box podcast is sponsored by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Learn more and get started today at dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. The Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor is at the heart of how my daughter and I make decisions about her type 1 diabetes, and I think it would help you as well. Imagine being able to see not only the speed and direction, but the number of a blood sugar. 127, heading up. That's amazing. 127 heading up, three points per minute, even better information. You're seeing the number, the speed, and the direction. And if you want, you can share that information with up to 10 followers on Android or iPhone phones. So there's a share and follow feature as well. You probably should head over to Dexcom.com forward slash juice box to learn more. The data that the Dexcom G6 provides is invaluable, irreplaceable, and absolutely tingly making. You make the little tingle feelings when you think about it. You know what I'm saying? You get excited and you're like, ooh, I can see which way the blood sugar is going. I know what to do now with food, with exercise, with insulin. Make an informed choice. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. Hi, this is Gina from Kansas City. Gina from Kansas City. Excellent. Gina, we've met each other one day, right? One time yeah. at the Kansas City JDRF extravaganza. That's right, at the summit or whatever they call it here. <laughs> whatever they or call JDRF. it. Or <laughs> JDRF. Whatever they call it. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're ever going to call it anything ever again. But um, <laughs> but yeah, that one was a summit. Um, what do you remember about that day? Um, I was there volunteering uh, for Night Scout, representing the Night Scout organization. And um, we ha- we have talked a few times before that. So I knew you were going to be there and um, it was kind of, you know, fun to get to meet you in person. It's like a celebrity's coming almost a little bit. Like, like, but, 
but like a, somebody in like a Mickey Mouse costume kind of a feeling <laughs> where you're like, this is fun, but not that great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a good day. It was fun. And um, uh, it was interesting to, I, I haven't done a lot with JDRF. And so um, it was fun to just kind of see the, the whole type of forum thing come together. Yes. I ate a lot of hard boiled eggs that day. I will never explain why. That's all. I, yeah, I don't even want to. No, yeah, I won't tell you why. <laughs> don't worry. I'm just. I just wanted to bring it up. That's all. What I so what I remember about the day was that you and I have I had obviously spoken previously, um, and I was getting to meet you. I thought it was really cool that you were there trying to just help with you know people to understand Night Scout. I thought that was a really big deal. I I want you to know that I still fundamentally don't understand Night Scout. <laughs> <laughs> that is not your fault <laughs> at all. No. Um, no. Right now, uh, Arden's Night Scout frequently locks me out, and I have to put a password back in to get back in. People tell me there's a way to fix that, but then it seems to involve coding, and then I'm done. So, right, uh, I don't really. Yeah, and I, I don't want to misrepresent myself as someone who is um, the tech guru of any kind, and I had nothing to do with Night Scout being developed. I am just a and or looped or any of the other no, no, um, you were just there parts of that community. <laughs> yeah, you're spreading the word, right? Right. And I'm truly an end user who um, only follows instructions like a cookbook recipe. And you get me outside of that realm and I'm, I'm lost pretty quickly, but I know who to ask. And yeah. so that's always been my way to encourage people is to be like, well, I know who we can ask. So well, let's go ask them. <laughs> that's, well, that's why I found it to be really nice. Cause you really were just volunteering your time, just trying to get the word out about something. That was really cool. Um, are you talking with your hands a lot? If you are, please stop like touching the desk. Okay. Yeah. Phone. I'm Italian and we talk with our hands. So I'm going to have to sit on them or something. Yeah. I, so far, I, I'm pretty sure that I could identify seven of the things on the table in front of you just by how they sound. So. <laughs> Awesome. That's it. Uh, <laughs> that makes me feel so much more comfortable than I already was. <laughs> you can't. Are you nervous to do this? Uh, I maybe. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that I was, but apparently, I might be. And I'm just a fidget by nature, so holding still is hard. <laughs> All right. Well, you can move your hands as much as you want. Just try not to tap the table or anything that makes noise. Okay. All right. So That's if you're good. just flailing about wildly fine with me if you don't hit the headphones or the table um okay very good so but you have probably been indirectly mentioned in the podcast more than anyone else are you aware of that <laughs> it's, nev um, it's never by I've, name you're always what the person who made me try loop yes yes you might have mentioned my name one time right I, I find um, but, it to be more fun to like set you up as a superhero, supervillain type of a situation. <laughs> um, I did double dog dare you. You did. And so at that point, did we know each other at all? We didn't. I had been, I would send you a message every once in a while about, because I had been listening to the podcast all along as well. Mm -hmm. And so I would kind of just comment or whatever, nothing major. And then... Loop became available on Omnipod. Um, I want to say it was like, oh, has it been two years in the spring? And that is when I reached out and said, hey, Scott, are you ready to do this? Are you ready to get a little more sleep? I think is what I might have said. What made you ask me? 
Because you, well, a couple things. First of all, I wanted to always find a way to give back to this community, the DIY community, because they're so amazing. And so many people have spent so many hours of their own volunteer time breaking this thing down and then making it available to all of us. And I, because I'm not tech oriented, I knew that I could never contribute in that way. Mm -hmm. So it had occurred to me that if I could get you to talk about it on the podcast, that way more people than I could ever reach with our little local community builds would be, you know, made aware of it. And so, plus it sounded like you were working on Arden's stuff long enough uh, that I could appreciate as a parent that you probably weren't getting as much sleep as you would like, just like the rest of us. Yeah. Sleep is um, yeah. much more plentiful now. <laughs> with, an, with, a, 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 with an algorithm, sleep is much more plentiful. It, it really is. I um, was saying to somebody the other day that I don't think, well, that's the wrong phrasing. It would be hard to imagine a scenario overnight where the loop couldn't at least stop Arden by the time she was 50. And that's, right. and that's, you know, right. doesn't, I'm not trying to say that happens every night. I'm trying to say if her blood sugar is trying to go down overnight, it's not some like crazy, like we used way too much insulin scenario or something like that, that, you know, if she's drifting, even when it, has, yes. even when it has trouble, she doesn't usually get below 50, which is, I agree. Yeah. Which is if your settings comforting. are anywhere near where they should be. Um, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna stop you for yeah, sure. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, this is the part of the episode where I remind people that loop is a do it yourself algorithm. That's not from any company. Uh, it has not been, um, passed through the FDA in any way. It's just a lot of great people working on coding and this thing works really, really well. Um, somebody had to hack into an Omnipod to make it work. Right. That was a, a thing. And, um, and yeah, we do use it and it's pretty amazing. Now, having said that, I do wonder how long it's going to be available. Do you ever think about that? I do. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> Not every day. But yeah, regularly. Um, I think that this community is, I don't even know the right word to use, but they, the people that are involved are, and it's its different people kind of all the time that are chiming in and adding their own piece to all of this. Um, they're so driven that I don't know that any um, commercial, the commercial options as they do come available will attract people for sure, because they'll just be kind of simpler. You'll have that, uh, you know, warranty type thing available. And that will call to a lot of the non-tech people, but there are going to be those who are always just will, you know, needing to push the envelope. They want things the way they want them. And I'm not sure that, you know, the FDA approval process will, move along anywhere near fast enough. So I'm hoping to cling to their coattails as long as I possibly can. Yeah, no, so it's because, interesting. Because I really appreciate all the features. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it, I was, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on you, but it, it's interesting the Me way either. you took the, 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 the question, because I think the people are amazing and the way it morphs and people come in and out of it. That's fantastic. I don't imagine that would ever stop. I just look at a company using Omnipod as an example. And I think how long do I expect them to make three different versions of their insulin pump? Right. And if one of them's going to go by the wayside, isn't it going to be the oldest one? Like they're not going to stop making dash and they're not going to stop making Omnipod five 
when it comes out. Right. But like, is it, I don't know the company, but is it reasonable for them to make three of these? Like, like if I made a Nissan Altima and, you know, one of the Altimas had, um, I don't know, some partial self-driving feature and one of the Altimas didn't. And one of the Altimas had a third thing, like how long before I was just like, well, you know, let's move people to the more advanced features and right. stop making the old. I, that's the thing that concerns me more than anything. It's like, are the is the accessibility of the pump going to go away at some point? I do. I do agree that it, it could happen. And in that case, um, yeah, we'd have to make a decision in our house. I do still hold, you know, we started back prior to OmniLoop. We did the Medtronic, the old Medtronic pumps. Mm-hmm. And I have not um, sent my old pump off Um for my son, he would really be unhappy to go back to a tubed pump. I, I do believe, but, um, we would always have that option, I guess as well, but yeah, I, I'm hoping that it will all coincide nicely with a really nice, um, upgrade to the Omnipod. What are they calling it? Horizon or it's five, five that we can, you know, when, when, and if they do, and we use all the pods that I've, hoarded not hoarded <laughs> um Got a little pile of pods I can. There, <laughs> there might be a small pile building up and well, so <laughs> and yeah. we'll get through that and then we'll go from there right and by then he might be old enough to voice an opinion on things and tell me he's done with me managing him anyway and then maybe some of those features wouldn't be as important but being able to monitor him we have some ability to do remote overrides, as you know. Yeah, I use um, them today. And he, and just using the same phone, you know, he has he carries one phone that he uses for everything, and unlike, or you know, much like every other young preteen in America, he's uh, you know, he he has more buy-in to use the phone that he has with him anyway. Pulling right? Out. Yeah, yeah, he's got it with him. Yeah. Well, right. I, I don't, I obviously have no idea what's going to happen. I'm just, it just right. makes, it doesn't make sense to me just from a purely business scenario that they would keep making, like, it would be like if Dexcom still made the Dexcom four and the five and the six, and then they're going to make this like at some point things like they stop making older stuff and that's, right. and then that's to me where, where the, where you'd have an issue and how many people, I mean, honestly, how many people really use loop? Yeah, it's a fraction. It's a it's a tiny fraction compared to everything else. And I I even think that there will be people that'll be happy to, you know, move quickly into um Something the commercial company. versions of things as yeah. they become available. I, and so we in our house will kind of take that case by case, I suppose, and just sort of ride the wave as yeah. it goes because you know, that's a lot of unknown and well, we, figure it out. we use the auto bolus version of loop mm-hmm. and it's like legit, you know, like Arden, yes. Arden took an SAT this morning and, um, overnight, I think, I don't know what happened. Like she was going to sleep and her blood sugar got a little low. We bolused for a snack that she didn't finish. So she had some juice. Then I think she popped up and everybody was asleep and no one noticed. So the, mm-hmm. loop, the loop like smashed it back down. It took a number of hours, but she went to 180 and it got her back to like 140 by the time she woke up at six o'clock. And then um, we started to uh, work on bringing it down as she woke up, but it kind of wasn't budging. 
And so mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of time as she was going out the door. I was like, look, I don't like you got to go. This thing's a time situation. So I just set it override for like, I forget, like 150% for a couple of hours. And then two hours into the test when the override ended, her blood sugar was still like more like 110-ish. And so I just jacked her basal up remotely from my night scout. And so I basically did a 20-minute basal increase. But it like, I forget what I did, like five units an hour. So she'd get like a couple of units in just 20 minutes. I basically set like, an, you know what I mean? Like I set like a little extended bolus through the basal feature. Like I pushed more and that mm-hmm. pushed her down more and everything. Like I did that remotely while she was taking her SAT. Um, yeah, that's stuff's amazing. not going to exist with commercial stuff, at least in the beginning, if ever. Um, and just right. the idea of being able to say, for whatever reason today, more power. Like, I know this, yeah. you know what I mean? I know this amount yes. usually works, but right now, just whatever you do, magic algorithm, do it 50% more strong, please. Thank you. And, you know, yes. that stuff um, isn't going to exist. But I'm, having said that, I'm really excited to get Omnipod 5 and see what I can make it do. Right. Right. That's and my, it will be, yeah. That's my thought. For sure. And, uh, you know, I, I say an algorithm and a CGM of whatever kind that you have is better than no algorithm. And certainly, you know, CGM always greater than no CGM in my humble opinion, but um, there's, you just got to have that data coming in. I, I know people do it the other way and I am amazed by them and truly, you know, mad respect on it. But the idea that, um, you know, you'd give up, you wouldn't have 288 data points a day. You'd have 10 or 20 or something. I don't, I don't even know what, yeah. how that all works. It overwhelms me to talk about it. We got on CGM pretty early Dexcom, um, right. probably not even six weeks after diagnosis. So. Yeah. I, I think before, yeah. before like to put it into perspective for people who've used the CGM for a long time or have only ever used it, the um, before there was a CGM, my whole life felt like the two-hour warm-up period on the G6, Ugh, right? Like you're, horrible, you're just sort of like, uh, I'll set a timer, I'll test here. Um, like, And that was if you were trying to be like cautious with blood sugars and keep them in a range. Otherwise, mm-hmm. most people just were like, oh, listen, I'm going to test, I'll count my carbs, I'll bolus, and three hours from now, I'll test again. If I'm high, I'll give myself more insulin, and if I'm low, I'll eat something. And that was literally how people took care of themselves. And, and that was a person doing a really good job taking care of themselves before that. Right. You know what I mean? So, this, yeah, the technology yeah. is amazing. Uh, now, the other thing I want to say is that I also think this stuff will – well, it has the opportunity to move more quickly now. But it's mm-hmm. well, it's going to be up to the companies – and whether or not they're willing to continue to put someone in charge of fine tuning. You know what I mean? Like that right. they're just not going to throw it out and go, okay, well that's our algorithm. We'll see in five years when we try another one. Like that's, right. that's my hope. And I have to tell you that behind the scenes, everywhere that I have the ability to say something, I am very um, uh, forceful is the wrong word, but I'm, 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 I make sure to tell people that that's, the key right like i always in a meeting i always go look i don't know who ivan is but someone should hire him (laughs) right and i don't know who ivan is by the way but someone should hire him (laughs) i i do agree and and that did happen with pete and um who really you know developed 
the Riley link and then Katie D. Simone, they all want to work for Tidepool. And I'm hoping that, um, okay. And I don't know, I'm not the, I'm not the guru on this stuff for sure, but you know, with Tidepool, which is a nonprofit driving a lot of, um, you know, this kind of data collection and, and pushing the envelope on things and moving towards the intraoperability of all the devices where they will standardize and be able to, you know, in theory, choose your own pump, choose your own CGM in the future, and then choose your own algorithm in the future. I mean, they are headed that way. I'm, I can't, I, I don't, I can't speak to it enough to make it give any real, you know, perspective on it. But I do know that that is all occurring and the conversations with the FDA have somehow opened up more through that channel. And, um, and I'm hoping that that is where, you know, we're all going to find the sweet spot for how we do diabetes at our own, you know, houses, because everybody does it differently. And so to me, that's, that's the end goal. And that would keep things moving faster, right, right. forward faster. Yeah. I prefer a stainless steel pan to fry my eggs in. And some people <laughs> like the ones that are coated with the nonstick stuff. We should get the pick. And that's, right. I, I actually, I have somebody coming on from Tidepool. I think uh, my schedule, you should see my schedule. It is just, it's insane. I, I, <laughs> I, rec- I don't have an open recording day until January. Wow. Yeah, like well, I should no. feel very amazed then that I got on the schedule I, after. I had to double you yeah. up to make it work. And now I'm like, I, I have this like high-minded idea that I'm going to open up my uh, my schedule real quick and find the person's name. And now I realize that was stupid. Like I'm looking at all these names and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, I have somebody coming on uh, to talk about it at some point. I, I just think, I, I know... You have to have like kind of a long view of this stuff, which sucks if you've got loop because you know the immediacy of a small group of dedicated people making a fix or a change. Like yes. you know, like they'll they'll I, I forget what what a good example is, but there was a problem with something and like four days later they have it figured out and then they fix it and they upload it and it's done. You're just like, wow. That was cool. You, you know what I mean? Whereas when it happens right. to a company, it's like, all right, we found a problem. You know, we had a meeting, <laughs> figured out what the problem we'll was. We'll schedule another meeting in yeah. a month. We'll, we'll get together again and see how this went. And then later we'll probably test it. And if that works, great. And then we'll make double extra double sure before we go to the FDA. And then six months after they get it, they'll be like, that fix is okay. And then, you know what I mean? Like, that's just how the right. real world works. So for people who are accustomed to loop, it's it's you know saying you have to have a long view of it is probably frustrating um but there's a bigger yeah. picture right and and the bigger picture is like no lie loopholes arden's a1c in the fives like no problem i used to put a lot of work into making that happen mm-hmm. and and now it's much less work especially overnight during the day still not so there's still stuff to do um but but the point is is that it's very customizable and I right. can I can in six seconds say, oh, Arden's getting her period. Turn this this way, turn that that way, and make this target this, and boom, we're right back at it again. It's like not a problem, um, right? I, I, and I am nervous to see how the other ones work because you got to think they're not going to be as 
um, customizable. Although, you know what I always pitch when I'm talking to Omnipod? I always tell them about, um, this is going to sound strange for a minute, but Adobe Elements is, um, okay. is it just a, you know, it's a thing you, you know, can manipulate pictures with and stuff like that. Right. And when you open it, there are tabs across the top and I forget exactly what they say, but it's basically beginner, intermediate and pro. And, right. and when you click on the tabs, you get more function. And I'm like, yes. that's what an algorithm should have. And you can complete trainings online. And when you complete the training online, then it unlocks the next tab. Like, do you know what I mean? And then that way, well, everybody yeah. has an option to do it. I think that's a, an amazing idea. Nobody listens to me, but <laughs> that's my <laughs> Well, idea. and I do know, and I know even less about the... Um, the Android APS system that I do about loop yeah. um, and have never attempted to use it at all. But I believe that in that space, um, the, and there's a lot of European and kind of international crowd that is more um, that uses that algorithm and that, that technology base. And I really am speaking out of my zone here completely, but I believe that they have tests and quizzes and things along the way. They make you sort of follow a path. And I'm probably underselling that or saying it all wrong, but I think that there is some of that in that space. And, um, and I, I think that's great No, it, because it you sense. do have to use loop um, or, you know, these algorithms, you need to learn them. And which is why I was not content to sit and wait until someone came out with one. Yeah. If, and if you're, uh, listen, if you're listening right now, if you're waiting for your doctor to tell you that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that's not gonna happen so um you know hey doctor can you tell me you know i want to set my insulin sensitivity and my basal rates just so i want to you know i just want to be no lower than 70 if i can help it. and the doctor's gonna be like 70 and then you know that'll right. be the end of it and you'll you'll be wherever they put you and if you're and if they get those settings wrong then the algorithm's not going to work at all like when the right. when the algorithm settings are wrong, it's just as bad as you doing it manually, not knowing how to pre-bolus and misunderstanding food impacts. You just you'll roller coaster on it if if the settings totally are wrong. yeah, it's not magic. Yeah, we, you know, no, and you have to like we have a conversation with our um, endo and the you know nurse. Um, the diabetes educator in our office, which uh, rotates, I, I end up talking to kind of a different diabetes educator pretty often. And every time we have a debate over um, his ISF setting, because in, in their calculations, it should be much lower. The number should be smaller mm -hmm. than what we use. And um, it's because, you know, when you're using a manual pump or you're doing MDI, you're not factoring in how closely loop is recalculating, recalculating every five minutes and the duration of insulin. I think they set it much shorter with a pump, like three hours or something. And, yeah. you know, we're at loop is six. six. Right. Yeah. So yeah, they, um, there's a learning, there's learning for everybody all along the way. And as these systems do come online, I guess they'll be gathering their data as well. Um, I'm just trying to say, that it is 2021, and if you go into most endocrinologists' office and ask them how yes. to extend a bolus for pizza, they're going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> and, right. And you're asking them to, like, learn an algorithm. Uh, me thinks that's not going to go so well. And, and then we get into the situation where the pump companies are not doctors. And not only are they not doctors, they're not allowed to give you advice about how to use your insulin. 
Like they're just, they're, right. they're not, the FDA does not let them say that. So you're going to get this tool again. And I always, I used to say, it's like you give somebody a bazooka and you teach them how to fly, like swat flies with it. You know what I mean? Mm. You're like, like the, mm-hmm. this thing does a lot more than this. Oh, this is what I'm allowed to say it does. You, you know, and, and so it, it kind of, and that's nobody's fault. It's, it's again, that's the FDA and the companies stay out of it. So then where do you get your training? Well, the companies point to the doctors. Well, I just told you your doctor doesn't understand that, you know, your blood sugar's high because your basil's low. So good luck. Uh, you, you know, like right. I, I say something on this podcast, it is so common sense to me which is if your basal is not strong enough, your blood sugars will be high more frequently, causing you to correct out of balance with where the carbs are, which will eventually lead you to a low. That is a common sense thing that I would say in court if somebody asked me to, right? I'd raise my right hand, put my Mm -hmm. hand on three Bibles and say that that is true, except you show that graph to a doctor and they'll go, oh, look, you're getting low here, here, and here. We should turn your basal down more. Less basal, right? Because you're getting lower. I saw low, so less. Instead of seeing because there's not enough basal, you're bolusing in crazy places and making lows later. And that's a really basic and easy concept. And I figured it out myself. And you met me, Gina. I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, so I figured it out. You can't get your doctor to figure it out, but yet we're going to hand them an algorithm and ask them how to fine tune it. Not, not not going to go well. So then what's the answer? Because community can't be the answer either, because you see what happens. It burns out. Like people try Mm -hmm. really hard and then there's these like great places and then people come in to get help. They get their help and they take from it, which is what they're supposed to do. But then most of them leave and the people who are left behind are like, well, this isn't my job. I can't do this forever. You know, so that there has to be a mechanism in place. I hope Tidepool does it. Um, yeah. Where, where where you can just teach, teach, teach. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't know what they'll do. Yeah, because what's out there is amazing. Uh, Loop and Learn and the people that are putting all that together and all the time and effort that went into, that goes into Looped Group, CGM in the cloud. Um, I'm sure I'm missing saying, and I won't, can't even get into all the names of everybody. That's right. just so amazing. Right. There are a million um, great people doing great uh, stuff, but it's not their job. And it's right. so, you know, listen, if you want to know why the podcast is good, if you think it's good, it's because it's my job. And so right. I can, while you're walking around thinking about like your job, I'm thinking about other ways to tell people about glycemic load and index that aren't as boring. And so that's just what I get to do. And so, you know, when you have this coming through a Facebook group, at some point people are going to get like, wow, I can't do this anymore. They'll get burned out, you know? Yes. I'm not allowed to get burned out because I sold ads and I have bills. <laughs> so you, you don't hear any right. burnout in my voice because this is my job. You, you know, um, yes, that's going to be really interesting. Uh, I am I am super excited to put my hands on Omnipod 5 again because I think I might learn something about it. I'm also excited that Omnipod saw from the beginning to get involved with Tidepool, which I think they were like the first ones, right? They were like. One day we're going to put out an algorithm, and if you want to use our algorithm, you can. And if you want to use Tidepool's algorithm, you'll be able to do that too. Like that. Yes. Was, that was, and that's still in the works, as far as I understand. I, me too. I, yeah. again, I'm I pretty know. far down on the totem pole of getting the information, but um, yes, I understand that to be true. And and Gina, no one tells I, me, I, you shit, know. just so you know. <laughs> What's that? I said, no one tells me. Shit. 
I'm not on any totem pole. I, uh, I'm not, I'm not at all on a totem pole anywhere. I don't even think some of the loot people even like me, but I don't, (laughs) the hell I'm going to do about that. You know what I mean? So, um, it's just, it's, they probably hate you for telling me about loop. I probably wouldn't know about it if it wasn't for you. This is all your fault, Gina. Finally, we know who to blame. Finally, (laughs) finally, we're getting some answers about who to blame. I mean, it, it definitely has probably brought some people into the space that would not have wound up there, but I am okay with that because I just, I look around and I read, you know, um, forums. I started into that, you know, I did a deep dive when Carter was first diagnosed and um, found all these groups and found all this information um, and quickly gravitated, you know, in one direction because there were so many people who it just, you know, were very, very helpless in a lot of ways. Um, and I was like, Oh, I, I need more information than this. I, I, I can't do this for the rest of his life. Cause he was not even seven when he was diagnosed. Yeah. Um, you know, I need a more sustainable path. And so quickly found, um, the more proactive groups and just kind of plunked my chips up over there. Where do you think you'd be personally if like the algorithm never existed? I mean, I don't even want to know, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, because it, it used to get to me, not that we didn't wait very long. He was diagnosed. We got CGM, which really shows you, you know, whether you're on it or not on it, it shows you where you are. And so then, um, did traditional pumping and found those places, found us in those, you know, the highs, the lows, et cetera. And just the stress of that, it was a lot. I took it on very personally and, um, you know, watching those highs climb at night and the things that used to happen back in the beginning. Um, it, it was psychologically not a good place for me to be. So I don't know how people do it. And that's why I wanted to be able to encourage people to not wait until a system comes out, you know, the whole the whole hashtag we are not waiting appealed to me on so many levels. Mm. Like I've got to be doing something more. We, this will not, you know, this will not sustain. So I found, I found the podcast uh, in addition to, you know, I found the podcast and started listening to that before we were looping. It just was all sort of going at the same time. So I was not content to wait until you know, the next thing. And look, it's been, Carter's been diagnosed four years. We've been looping over three of those years and we're still waiting on, you know, some of the algorithms to come, to come. Yeah. It takes commercial market. You got, you got this far off of this and well, don't you, I shouldn't say, don't you think, but I think that you, you said earlier, you know, what do people do? I don't know what people do. I think what they do is they give up or it just becomes Mm. too overwhelming. I just got then, um, interviewing someone whose kid was diagnosed when they were two. And by the time they were three, um, they, they were getting divorced and then they oh. lost a couple of years in there. And, you know, the yeah. kids, A1C went up seven, eight, nine, you know, and it's like, it, you, you kind of don't even notice it happening. It just, it gets away from you. There's a lot going, diabetes is a full-time job. And then, you know, you put yes. a mom in charge of it for a little kid. And then I think she had another kid and then, you know, she's got life issues and all this is going on. Something's got to give somewhere. And you know, like what can give today, you know, is it, is it easier for your blood sugar to be one sixty all day or me not to have a job? 
well, I have to have a job or we won't have insulin. Like, so, okay. So, you know what I mean? You start making those bargains. And I think, I think that's what happens for most people. These algorithms, you know, so we're sitting around right now talking about this thing that, um, you know, you have all this control over and you get this fine control and it's amazing and it should definitely exist for everybody, you know, but then you start asking yourself, could everybody really use it? And then, this is where, yeah, right. And then I know. Good, good. I'm sorry. Well, can they use it? And and I think that people can learn that. But then also, you know, um, is does it fit into their um, economic lifestyle? Right. Um, you know, how do they afford it? Those kinds of things all come into play as well. But also, yes, how do you teach this? I mean, I come from a healthcare background, and so that helps. Um, me, I guess maybe feel more confident about tinkering and trying things. And, you know, I, I knew what a pancreas was, <laughs> if some, was some idea of what's going on. Well, <laughs> right. so, so I mean, I'm going to say Omnipod five, you know, because it's what I'm going to be like using. Um, mm-hmm. but you take that, right. Just try to imagine, I, I, I don't know how many users loop has, right? Like actual users. I would, I would venture to guess that nobody knows. They know how many apps have been downloaded maybe or something like that, but I don't know if they know how many people are actually using it. But mm-hmm. is it fair to say it's fewer than 10,000? I'm going to guess uh, probably the last time I looked at, um, yeah, how many times the code had been um, downloaded in GitHub. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. Okay. But that you're, you're right. There's no real way to know. Right. And so, and, and let's just forget first. Let's say it. everyone who downloaded it is using it, right? Uh, right. And now let's Google worldwide type 1 diabetes. Uh, it's a fraction. 2021. A tiny fraction. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. Um, I think they say like, it's like 460 million people have diabetes in general. Type one diabetes, of course, is a fraction of that. And now, but let if I think the last number I heard was like 1.8 million, maybe right for type one. And you're telling mm-hmm. me 10,000 of them have like the loop app on their phone. And so percentage wise, that's nobody, right? Like if, mm-hmm. I, if I said to you, <laughs> if I said to you, Gina, listen, here's what we got to do. Uh, we're going to start a television show. And now there's 1.8 million people who have TVs. We need a big piece of those or we're going to go out of business. And then you said to me, oh, but Scott, we have 10,000. I'd go, oh, damn it, Gina. We have to cancel. <laughs> we have to cancel the TV show. So it's, it's, right. it's just not a large amount of people. Now, those other 1.8 million, by the way, pump use is not that widespread. Far fewer people pump than you would think of that number. Exactly. Especially when you get to international because so many of them are not. I mean, some countries, this stuff just doesn't even exist. They yeah. just don't have access to it at all. I just sent a note from a listener in Romania, and they asked me to send it to Dexcom and Omnipod asking them to bring their stuff to Romania. And so, oh. like that. So, but, but okay, now we're down to the people. A lot of people don't pump. Now you're down to like cost, right? So CGMs are expensive, more expensive than not having a CGM. Uh, pumps might cost more money or maybe you're, I don't know, maybe your insurance is covered. So now we're down to the people who can afford it, who are insured, who are inclined. And those people still have whack ass A1Cs and don't know what they're doing, <laughs> right? 
Right. Now, now you slap an Omnipod 5 on them. And if you tell me that that takes their A1C down into a stable place, that's magic. That's a magical truly, thing for most people living yes. with diabetes. What did I read the other? Someone had put a statistic online just recently, and I, I do. I'm in a couple groups, so I kind of, you know, dive in and out of occasionally. And I think that, um, you know, the pediatric endocrinologists want kids under like 7.5. That's their goal, and that only like 17 percent of are, kids are, are meeting the goal of being under 7.5. Yes, 17 percent. And I don't, so it's, yeah. do you know, I don't know the Omnipod five numbers yet, but I mean, I got to think the goal A1C is under 7.5 at least. And so right. if, if you're telling me that you could just slap this thing on those people and they'd have that kind of improvement, well then hell, then you've said the greatest thing that's ever been said around type one diabetes management. Except, it's true. except for you and me and those other handful of thousands of people who have seen Loop who are like, hmm, hold on a second. <laughs> right. I would like to be able to turn Arden's basil up while she's taking her SAT remote. <laughs> you know, yes. and, and then it seems like somebody's taking something from you. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are a subset. And I'm not even in, I mean, the subsets kind of vary. And there are people who are even more dialed in than I am. I like to use loop as like um, my, not my autopilot, but as my cruise control a lot of the time. And I don't, I don't have, or my son, I should say, doesn't always have a pristine line and all these things, but it keeps us in the zone that keeps us in the lower, you know, the lower sixes on A1C. And, and that allows me to like, you know, take my eyes off the road occasionally right like when and, you hear uh, me talking about bumping yeah. and nudging like with people who don't have algorithms that's what that does Roy. Really. that bumping and nudging right. keeps you in a space that's manageable where you're not so yes. far out of whack that you're suddenly like i don't know how much insulin do you think will break a 350 you know like you don't get in that situation <laughs> right. you don't get into the situations where you're like i've been eating for an hour and a half and the 60 won't move like that doesn't really happen right. with the algorithm right um that's not, true not to say that it couldn't but in general, well set up, et cetera, et cetera. You don't see that as much as you would uh, uh, without it. Um, but right. I, so I'm super excited. Like I hope Omnipod Five works great for Arden for a number of reasons. A um, algorithm printed right on the circuit board. No need for any kind of a link thing. Um, yes, you know, like those things comes from the company. If it breaks, I know who to call. You know what I mean? Like if when when Loop goes bad, what do I do? Yell at the internet? You know? So. <laughs> Right. right. I don't know. For, yeah. For the general population, I mean, it is going to be, and I expect even people, like I said, to move off of loop DIY loop into whatever um, for sure, because it is, it's just less to carry around. It's going to be, and compared to maybe um, what they had done in the past, you know, there, I, we saw people do that with even tandem um, and kind of people pretty, you know, pretty deeply into the group went ahead and moved off into control IQ and and they're happy and it's working and and I totally applaud that whole yeah um that whole effort and yeah like what you know you got to do what works for you for sure I agree and, and also um, yeah and not for nothing and I know there are people who wouldn't be bothered by this at all but I'm not really comfortable having to send my daughter to college with a a firm understanding of xcode you, you know what I mean <laughs> like so that she can build an app and load it on her phone uh that's right. that's not 
that, that that's not in our life. That's not conducive to harmony. That makes it sound like I'm going to have to get on a plane one day, fly to a school and do something. And when I get there, I'm still going to have to call you to figure out how to do it. You, you know what I mean? And so uh, <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I, I, that level of complexity and, and intricacy, I, I, I'm not comfortable with, you know, like yeah. the, the programming and the making the app and all that stuff. Like Arden needs a new phone so badly and I guarantee you that the only reason we haven't done it is because I don't want to rebuild. And I, I'm pretty sure I would just open Xcode, plug the phone in, and, like, install it. I don't even think it would be hard. And I, I it scares me to think about doing it. Yeah. We, we just recently, um, Carter, Carter exploded a phone. I don't even know what he did to the phone. He's, you know, he's 10 and a half, and, and he's outside and running constantly and you in live the water Kansas and all City. these things i mean my god you're almost in the west <laughs> you know what i mean it might as well be 18 12 where you are you're lucky <laughs> i don't even know it's such a nice place i love being there but yeah it's thank you thank you thank you we need a, we need a plug there uh in the middle of the map for sure but we have large bodies of water and he he not not an ocean we're nowhere near an ocean but he definitely manages to get uh, all of his tech wet frequently <laughs> which has ruined a lot of things and i'm just this past week i had to um build on a new phone i had to send off get a refurbished replacement and uh yeah it caused a little sweat around the back of my neck there's no doubt about it i was like oh god i i my, went away uh, for, you know. i went away for a week a couple weeks ago and kelly goes she pulls me aside she goes hey if this thing stops working what do i do and i said rip the pot off Pull her PDM out, put the batteries back in it. Yeah. Call me. I'll give you a basal program to plug into it. And you can go back to the way you used to do it. Because I right. f- I wouldn't know the first thing to tell her about how to handle it. And that, It's true. Yeah. And you have to have a backup plan no matter where you are. You know, whatever way you're managing your diabetes, you've got to have a plan that includes putting insulin into a body mm-hmm. somehow. So, you know, I, um, so I was away from... Carter when the phone died and I was like, okay. And I could start getting phone calls about it. And I'm like, okay, hold on guys. Don't panic. You've got this going on. We've got, this is the backup. We've got this here, you know, because it is a complicated um, thing to kind of maintain, but um, we also have the backup plan. There's, you know, there's a long acting pen available. There are, you know, there's a vial of insulin. (laughs) There are needles around. If, If we had to go back to old school, and finger sticks, we can do that and we can do it rather quickly. And I, I think you always have to, you know, that has to always be in your backup pocket or your back pocket. Mm. But, um, uh, the idea that, um, you know, yeah. And we, we have a PDM that we literally have never used. It's never even had batteries in it, but I keep track of where, you know, our settings are, I have those kind of, well, they're really distorted night scout where you can go back in and look at, you know, previous profiles. Well, you can. So I don't you, know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you can too, Scott. No, I, I can't. I guarantee I can. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't care if it's even just scribbled on a piece of paper in your back pocket. You know, those things, everybody has to have that no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Um, you got to have that backup plan. I and just, it's not something that takes you six months of, you know, all this, um, you know, like, oh, you should do this before you start pumping or you should do this before you have CGM. So you get a feel for it. You know, I'm not for that either. Yeah. I think that you teach people to use what they're going to use most common and you make them aware of the fact that, you know, in the event of an emergency, 
you, this is what you do. It's like getting on an airplane, right? They they show you where the life vests are. <laughs> I'm not a fan of planning for failure. So, <laughs> right. you know, I'm going to plan for success. And if something goes wrong, I'll adjust. But I'm not going to sit around understanding, um, you know, I don't know. Like, I just don't, right. I, I don't care. I, I wouldn't care if, if Arden was diagnosed today, I'd want her to have an algorithm today. And that old, yeah. a, that old ass argument about like, well, you need to understand how I don't even care. I would, I don't think that's true and I don't care. And if, if the world blew up and there was no technology and we had to go to a short, you know, a short and a long acting insulin and inject everything, I'd figure it out, but I don't need to right. spend a year figuring it out just to give it away. Hope, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, right. I, I, I don't buy into that stuff. Like you need to I'm understand diabetes that. without a CGM. You try understanding diabetes without a CGM. The CGM is the only way to understand it, you, you know? So I, I do think it is, you know, one of the many ways. And then that's what I try to tell new families is because of course, anyone that knows uh, someone whose child gets diagnosed that I know, you know, they, oh, you got to talk to, you know, Gina. And so I try to just, and it's also overwhelming for them in the beginning, but I try to just get that information and they're like, find your online community and, you know, podcast, of course. Juicebox podcasts. And I don't start with, you know, going in hard on the rest of it, but if they can get to a CGM in the beginning, Dexcom especially, um, then they're going to get that information right away. And it's going to help them fast forward through the learning curve, as opposed to the spot checking that just leaves you feeling lost, confused and lost. If the zombies yeah. really come, Gina, right. And the electricity right. grid goes down or I don't know, uh, Russia hacks our grid, or I don't know what's going to happen. Let's be honest. It's harsh to say. Arden's the first one. Dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's gone. Like, I mean, she knows that I know it. We all know it. This minute refrigeration's gone, we're on a countdown. Right. We're her. all on yeah, a yeah, countdown. Yeah. That's so, right. so I won't spend the last days of my life thinking, oh, I really do wish I understood MDI better than I do now because we're running from zombies. It doesn't matter. It just, it, so this is the world we live in. I'm planning yes. for this world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I really would like to get an electric car one day. I don't, I wouldn't buy it and think to myself, well, I hope electricity doesn't go away. Well, if it does, we have bigger problems than that. I right. bought an electric car. <laughs> it's like, the problems exactly. are we're all going to murder each other in the street inside of a week <laughs> and a half. Okay. That's the bigger problem. I mean, <laughs> no one listening to this hasn't thought. If everything got sideways, how quickly could I get to the CVS, break in, and rob it and take all the <laughs> insulin? We've all wondered how quickly we could get that accomplished. So, right. or whatever your pharmacy is called, don't don't don't, <laughs> se don't send me a note telling me about your Walgreens or whatever. Just I don't care. Uh, yeah, we've yeah, all had that, uh, thought. but that's not to plan for. You don't plan for that. If you're planning for right. that, I think you're a prepper, and then I think. You've got food in buckets, yeah. and that stuff's got a lot of carbs in it, so you're in trouble one way or the other. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. No, but I, do, I just, I want people to know, that's right, you, like you, you have to live today, and today these things are available, and they're amazing. Yeah. And yet you, the, the not waiting part, like, well, this will eventually be available, it's like, you know, waiting five years for the cure kind of thing, like, it, the cure is not coming. I'm going to assume right now, you know, until I have something in my hands, like I, I'm going to use what's available right now. Yeah. And that, you know, that included loop. So, um, well, you got to think, I know this know. is a little weird, but 
in comparison to progress, our lives are pretty short. So you can't give away a tenth of your life to waiting for something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're you're a great example. Yeah. You figured out how to use Loop. You've got all these years under Carter's belt of this, you know, uh, you know, good control and 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 health and and you know, uh, a confidence and, a, and an idea that it can be done. Like all that exists. Whatever you know, anxiety and stress that's lifted off your life. Sleep, freaking sleep alone. It's amazing, Ooh, right? Right. Yes. And then something else is going to happen. Omnipod 5 right. is going to come out, and then if they don't, you know, and then and Tandem's going to be like, oh, geez, all right, well, we'll get better at it, too. And then Medtronic's going right. to be like, I'm tired of that guy on the podcast saying our stuff is crap, and then they'll fix their thing. And then, like, you know, and everybody's going to keep pushing. And, and you're going to get somewhere in a handful of years you cannot imagine right now. And if you think that's, if you think that's BS, you have to realize, I'm going to tell you right now, my daughter's had diabetes since she was two. She's about to turn 17. My rough math tells me that's 15 years. So 15 years ago, I had a meter that looked like it fell out of a bubblegum machine, a handful of needles, and a vial of <laughs> insulin. And now, and, and, and a cell phone, what, a, a cell phone was a thing that was in a bag on a cord that plugged into your cigarette lighter in your car, and your car doesn't have a cigarette lighter anymore, okay? And so now on my daughter's cell phone, which, by the way, is a pocket computer more powerful than the first computer that launched us to the moon in the 60s, okay? There's a an app with an algorithm in it that is looking at her blood sugar going 0.35 an hour, 0.1 an hour, 1 an hour, 1.2. one, take it all away, give it back. Oh, bolus 0.5. It's doing that. It's magic. Okay. Like it's amazing. It's amazing. And, and I don't know that I could have imagined that maybe even six, seven years ago. I don't think I could have imagined that. So what's going to happen when she's 25? You know what I mean? Right. It's coming. Yeah. I'm I'm counting on that, that the technology is going to continue to, it seems like all technology, like, we're, you know, we're speeding forward. It's all, you know, what happened in the last 50 years, we've eclipsed in whatever, five years or something. And then, so I'm, I'm counting on that occurring in the diabetes space as well. Let me do like, something right here. Uh, Gina, give me a second. Up. Give me a second here. I'm d- I know people from Omnipod listen to my podcast and they damn well should. <laughs> I saw a lot on the pods, but that's not the point. All right, listen. Find the Ivans. Find the Ivans. Yes. Hire the Ivans. Get the people. <laughs> I, I, that should be a hashtag. Find the Ivans. I don't even know Ivan. <laughs> you know, he's probably a gun runner in his spare time. And I'm like, hey, hire Ivan. I don't know him, okay? But what I'm t- – you imagine if he was just a gun running type one who wanted to go down. Oh, Earth. my gosh. <laughs> he's right now, like, like going across the desert, hoping not to get caught by the IMF, which I think isn't a real thing. But that's the thing Tom Cruise works for in Mission Impossible. Not the point. The point is find people like that and yes. hire them and show them your algorithm and say to them, hey, make this better. And then when you're done making it better, take a vacation and then come back and make it better again. Like, keep doing that right. for us. You should be hiring those people. That's all. Co-signing on this 100%. Thank you. I don't know who he is. Yes. Maybe it's somebody else. But hire those people. Put yourself in a position yes. where you can stand up in front of people with diabetes, hold up your, your pump, and say, this thing's going to hold your A1C in the fives. Like, if you could say that to people, that would be magical. Like, do that. 
You know totally. what I mean? Try for that. That's all I have. I can't, I can't be common sense for everybody, Gene. It's tiring. Okay. <laughs> you just heard my brain. I took a nice man who's helped with loop who I've never met before <laughs> in my life. I turned him into an international spy. I put him in the desert running from Tom Cruise. That all happened in 20 seconds. My brain is not built for like building algorithms, but it is built for saying stupid crap. And at that I'm able, I'm really good at that. So, Right. I won't even say his name because I'm pretty sure it's probably pronounced with all different accents and it could be Yvonne. I, Are you I'm, telling me I, I'm I mad, can mispronounce mad IVA? Mad respect to him. Are you telling me I'm misre- I, I could be mispronouncing I-V-A-N? <laughs> I think maybe you could be. I mean, this is incredible. You know, no, but the the guy from Philly mispronouncing an international name. Yeah, I, I just, don't know. For I, sure. Listen, <laughs> I have I have Russian listeners. I'm assuming that's where this guy's from. That's it. Got to be right, doesn't it? Ask it's, them. Don't ask me. I I'm in the I, Midwest. I I'm thought, in Kansas he, City, I thought I heard that's where he was from. I, you mean I could be a fly to <laughs> all right, I, Ivan, Ivan's, Ivan's a woman named Yvonne who lives in Sarasota. I, I bet you is what I'm going to end up learning, right? I've just been wrong about Some, all this. Someone's going to let you know. Someone's I hope so. going to let you know for sure. Well, Ivan Reitman made <laughs> Ghostbusters and he says his name Ivan. So I'm sticking with <laughs> I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a random name that I've literally heard out loud. Like it, And I only know it because mm-hmm. Ken, Kenny said to me one day, do you want to use... Pete's auto bolus or Ivan's auto bolus? And I was like, right. I, I don't know. Let's try I that one. I just pointed to the one that was closest to my finger at the time. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> um, and But seriously, there are people out there. It's crazy that they don't work for the companies who are making insulin pumps. <laughs> it's insane. Right. You know? So. Yes. Go find them. That's all I got. Which, you know, yeah. um, I know it's been an hour, but. Why are you on the podcast? Did I make you come on or did you want to come on? I can't remember. We just sort of, I, on one of our text threads, it was like, uh, you're coming up on, I believe, two years of looping. Yeah. But I, I think I said, it's been two years since I double dog dared you to try this. Yeah. Um, I don't, just I don't thinking, appreciate right? it. And you said, maybe you should come on. And I was like, yeah, it seems like it might be time. So let me, so let me thank, <laughs> uh, so let me thank you. So first of all, um, I would have not done it without you saying it like you specifically. So keep that in mind. This is all for you. Okay. Um, things were going so well for Arden back then using the stuff that people hear in the pro tip series all the time that I never would have even thought like, like where's better in this Arden's a one C's in the fives. It's stable, like mid five. Sometimes it's lower five. Sometimes it's five, seven, but it's, it's here. She eats whatever she wants. What, what could be better than this? Well, the answer to what could be better than this is sleeping. Sleeping could have been better. Right. And sleeping's really cool. And I miss sleeping, and now I don't <laughs> miss it anymore. Um, you, you may have saved my life, and I don't know that it happened. Now, on top of that, when you said it, I will be 100% honest. What I thought was, everything's going to go algorithms in the next couple of years. It would be mm-hmm. smart for me as the person running the podcast if I understood this stuff before it happened. Like, I just thought it would be a bad idea if on day one, people were like, here's an algorithm. I was like, what's that? Like, so I thought that was my closest ability to, to learn about it. And it's become, um, a staple in our lives and it helps people on the podcast all the time. I get great feedback about the, um, loop episodes that we've done, uh, that really help people. 
uh, get their loops. Definitely. On. And I've learned more about diabetes because of loop. I, I learned more about diabetes because of a lot of things that happen on the podcast, but just having Night Scout open and watching it manipulate Arden's basil took my understanding mm -hmm. of diabetes to a completely different level. So just I agree. staring at it. It, That's it. it just shows you the, it, it, you see it, it's happening in real time in front of your eyes instead of you trying to piece all this back together on the high, on the back end and be like, oh, maybe that caused this or maybe that caused, you know. So I think even if you had to switch back to, you know, MDI and finger sticks, I still, I think people would be wiser because they, had seen it. Would have seen the data in the past. And so they could make better judgments. I 100% believe it. that's true. I 100% believe that's yeah. true. I, the idea that at 11 a.m. the algorithm has a pretty good idea that you're going to be low in an hour. And it starts taking basil away. But not just like it doesn't just rip it away. It, it takes it away thoughtfully so that you drift down you don't like crash and catch like it's it's so gentle like how it works mm. like when i look at arden's 3 hour dexcom lines they're always gentle even if she gets a spike they're gentle spikes even if she's low it's a gentle low arden's blood sugar does not hop straight up or hop straight down and but again like there's more to it than just seeing like saying to somebody like, oh, I saw the data, so it makes more sense. And I know now people are like data, but data, data, please leave me alone. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, but 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 just watching it happen makes you feel like 100% right. You put me back on just the pump and the bumping and nudging I used to do, I would, I would instantly be better at it now. And it, one of the things it's taught me is like, we talk about crush it and catch it. Like, you, you know, if a blood sugar gets really mm. high, like you want to start over again, I can I can look at the line on the Dexcom during a fall. Like if I create a fall on purpose and I know I'm right. going to have to catch it with glucose, I can see on the line, it's not the number and it's not the arrow. It's the actual pitch of the line. I am like, ooh, put in the glucose right here or put the loop back on. Like I'll, sometimes I'll shut the loop off mm. and then I'm like, right now, right now is when we turn the loop back on and it just boom catches it. Or sometimes you turn the loop off, meaning you now have basal insulin covered and the loop has no ability to take it away or give it back. And you're in a free fall. And if you, I don't know if this ever happened to you. In a free fall, turn the loop back on, the loop shuts off the basal, and the free fall stops in minutes. It's amazing. 100% amazing. It means that, that, that the impact of the insulin, when it's being used in an incredibly thoughtful way every minute of the day, it is more reactive than we think it is. Does that make exactly. sense? Yeah. Yeah. Because conventional teaching is that uh, you make basal adjustments for what you want to see three hours from now. Um, something like that. I've never paid any attention to it because of course we were doing this so quickly, but they, you'll hear people say that like, well, you can't use basal as breaks. And I'm like, well, loop can, it, it works <laughs> in loop, them very effectively that yeah. way. So now a regular person who's not using an, this algorithm, right They're Right. I think what, what, what gets missed, I think what I'm learning is what gets missed is that most people, even who are having success are largely having success through mistakes. They don't realize are mistakes. They're like, 
Like their basil's mm. like way too heavy, but they barely bolus anything for a meal. Or their basil's way too light, but they their meal ratio is way heavier than it actually should be. Like the, there's a middle ground in there where their basil should be and their meal ratio should be, but one's heavier, one's lighter. They're making mistakes and making up for them somewhere else. But you don't realize that in another scenario, like the one I just described, your too mm-hmm. heavy basal insulin has has impacts across the timeline of your day. But if you but if Arden's basal insulin set at one unit an hour, but for two hours it was 0.8, for a half an hour it was 0.4, for another hour it was 1.2, like then the insulin's ex- it's the pinnacle of timing and amount. It's the right amount of insulin at the right time. 24 hours a day and that takes right. away a lot of the a lot of the variables around insulin so um yeah everybody should have it if they can afford it and they can figure it out and yet i know that's not going to happen so hopefully these commercial ones are going to spread like wildfire and, and help people that's my hope at least i agree and then i'm going to learn how to use it and then we'll do episodes about that and that's right i got to keep this podcast going I think I think you have an unending amount of information and it's it's helped us so much even with looping there's still so many things that um that you still need to think about especially with growing kids um puberty all that stuff that we're starting to look at and it does some crazy stuff to numbers yeah and it's just amazing how quickly mm-hmm. he can need more insulin suddenly and I don't think I would know those kinds of things um, as quickly as I know, as I've learned them without having been, you know, a podcast listener all this time. It, it's so applicable no matter what you're doing, um, you. however you're delivering your insulin that I, I, I just recommend it to everyone. Oh, I think. Thank you. This podcast yes. is amazing. <laughs> I, I said that I wanted to say that seriously, and then I just giggled over myself out of like <laughs> lack of I don't know what. But, like, but that's exactly what I say when yeah. I text all these moms that are you know new onset. I'm like, it will help you fast forward through the learning curve. Yeah. Oh, it really does. Um, so listen. And you know, some people still can't. I um the other day I had it in my head. I was like, oh, I want to uh, I want to interview somebody who loves the Facebook page for the podcast, but has never heard the podcast. And so I put up, um, you know, I put up a post like that. I was like, Hey, if you love this, this group that you're in right now, by the way, it's called juice box podcast, type one diabetes it's on Facebook. <laughs> go, go join it. It's a really great Facebook page for diabetes. Um, if you love this page and you've never heard the podcast, I'd like to have you on the show. And way too many people answered me. <laughs> <laughs> and was like, I've never heard the podcast. People are like, what podcast? I'm like, ah, are you? Oh, okay. But but what I heard back most frequently from people was, I want to listen. I don't have the time. And the way I answered them, or I would answer anybody that says that to me, would be, look, listen to the Defining Diabetes episodes. They're maybe four or five minutes long each. There's 40 of them. There's a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And then go listen to the pro tips. There's maybe 20 hours of those. Now, okay, that might be 20 or 30 hours of your life, but what you'll get back after that is way more in time and and confidence and, you know, alleviating fear. Like, what I want to say to them is, I know you think you don't have enough time to listen. What I'm telling you is, you don't have enough time not to listen. Exactly. And that's a hard thing to make people understand, I think. 
I agree. But they, um, yeah, it just, it really has truly helped us, even just from the psychological standpoint, the sense of hearing someone else, you know, share their story, the emotional impact that had on me early on, the psychological impact of not, of not feeling alone, not feeling ashamed that I'm doing it wrong. It has helped me um, just come at this from a much more non-judgmental standpoint of like, okay, he's high right now. He needs more insulin (laughs) and not be like, what did I do wrong? What did he eat? Did you sneak food? Mm. I don't even want to be in that headspace. And the podcast has definitely helped with all that too. Hearing just the stories are different, but there there's that thread that just runs through so many of them. And you, you instantly, even without ever having met anyone, um, feel that sense of community and it's super important. Yeah. I agree. And I am, uh, I'm touched that it, it strikes you that way. I think that's really wonderful. Um, I will a hundred percent admit that the podcast does more than I anticipated. It was not my, uh, some of this stuff is not on purpose, but I, after I've seen it, I've definitely leaned into it. You know, I've definitely been able to see like, wow, this is something I didn't realize people needed to know, but it's super important. Like the define, I think people ask me like, what the best part of the podcast is like, if you're newly diagnosed, it's defining diabetes. Like you need to listen to those because it's all the words and the ideas that people are throwing around. You're like, I do not know what any of this means. So you can't effectively use a screwdriver if you don't know what a screwdriver is. So let somebody explain to you what it is. And then, you know, Jenny and I'll have a fun couple of minutes where we'll show you where it would fit into your life. And then you think, oh, okay, now that's a tool I understand now. Once you have that, I think the pro tips are next um, to get like a deep dive into like management. But uh, those defining episodes are really, to me, I'm very, very proud of them. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm working very hard right now on doing something else with them that I think will help people, uh, which I am not going to say on here because, well, Gina... Some people listen to this podcast yes. and steal my ideas. And so this is not going to be one of them. You're not taking this idea from me, you scumbags. Come up with your own idea. Ha! I'm talking directly to you. You know who you are. Eat it. Okay. That's it. Um, but but yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you when we're done recording. But I'm doing something with that because I think they're, I think they're so valuable. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So, but and no matter who those are too. thieves are, they'll never have your delivery. So, you know, there's not, that too. You can't steal me. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. I'm the glue that holds this <laughs> bullshit together. That's 100% right. Uh, no, I, well, listen, let me be 100% honest. I've never heard any of those people. And so I couldn't tell you if they're good at it or not. Um, and so that, that I want to be completely fair to them. They might be amazing at it. Um, but there are, and it's not, it's not everybody, but there are people who wait for me to say something and then run out and try to do it before I get it done. So I've learned not to say things ahead of time. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you wished we would have talked about? Um, no, I, I, I think, um, I just encourage people to, as you, as you can encourage them to be bold with insulin. I just want them to be bold with trying new things and not waiting. We are not waiting. And um, that that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but just keep, keep trying something new because that's what helped us the most. 
because you do not want to look up 10 years from now and think, oh, I didn't realize everyone was doing it like this. And I'm still doing it like this. Like you don't change for the sake of changing. But when something makes sense, you should take a look at it. And algorithms make sense. So uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, if you've got a CGM already, like if you're on Omnipod Dash and Dexcom right now, I mean, to me, it's a no brainer to try Omnipod 5 when it's available. Agreed. All right. Well, hold on a second. I'll tell you my idea when no one's listening. All right. These All right. nosy people. I like to be in the know. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> Ready? I'll just start telling you right now what I'm going to do with the defining. I just restarted the recording because I forgot to ask you something. All right. So you're being okay. recorded again. I've told okay. Gina what I'm going to do with, with the show. And now we're back. When I was in Kansas City, yes. I, 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 um, it was a busy day for me. I was in and out of a lot of places. And then I went back to the hotel and the lovely people that had me out told me they wanted to take me out for barbecue. And they took me to a place where I've told the story on the podcast before. I thought I was going to die. It was like in an alley, it felt like, next to a train track and everything smelled like cow manure. But the barbecue was amazing. Where was I? Oh, God. Do you know? So if you were all the way downtown, did you drive quite a ways? Not too far. We were in an Uber. Okay. No, we weren't. You were in out in the county. Um, Joe's Barbecue. It was like, it was in like a square stucco nondescript building with a ramp on the side of it that easily could have been a warehouse. Oh, man. We have a lot of good barbecue here. I still don't know um, the answer. Arthur Bryant's Jar- Joe's Barbecue, which used to be Oklahoma Joe's. Um, Gates, of course. You say so, of I mean, there's just dozens. So if I, hold on, if I say Gates Barbecue. Yeah, see, that's not it. That building looks new. Hold on a second. What, Joe's? Well, they're, the original Joe's is literally in a gas station. And oh. people wrap around the building every day to get that but they have a place out in the county as well that's a little bit more of a restaurant you were out in the suburbs and i live in the city i i don't know all right them well, quite as well out there of your time i apologize i thought i thought i was going to finally get my answer but instead i know uh, i'm sorry you can just cut this sorry. part out eh, <laughs> listen i don't like to edit that much it seems like a lot of trouble <laughs> to cut it out uh, I will keep trying. Oh my God. There goes my voice. This is what happens when I try to uh, do two podcasts in one day. Oh my gosh. My voice just completely disappeared. All right. I'm sorry. Hold on. I want to thank Gina for coming on and talking to me today. And I'd also like to thank the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor for sponsoring this episode of the Juicebox Podcast. Head over now to Dexcom.com forward slash Juicebox. There are links in the show notes of your podcast player and links at JuiceboxPodcast.com. If you can't remember, Dexcom.com forward slash Juicebox. I want to thank everybody for listening, for following in your podcast apps, for subscribing, for telling other people about the show, leaving wonderful reviews, checking out the private Facebook page, seeing me over there on the Instagram, all the stuff you do. Thank you so much. I'll be back soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast.